The 2-2 pitch. There's a drive deep right. Cubs win! Cubs win! On a grand slam by Hayward! And this ball down. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series! Bryant makes the play! It's over! And the Cubs have finally won it all! TGIF, and welcome to Fanatics Friday on the Mistaken Identity Podcast. Brought to you by... Fanatics, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Head on over to the show notes to gain access to the worldwide leader in licensed sports merchandise from all of your favorite teams, and be on the lookout for your chance to win some free items. Now, here are your hosts, Frank and David. Hello, hello, welcome to another edition of the Mistaken Identity Podcast with um, David and Frank, and David is not here with us today. David is actually at work, and sitting in his place is somebody who has been on our podcast many times, and that is Dominic, uh, who um, most people may recognize from the 1914 Club, I really feel. Dominic, how are you? I'm fantastic, Frank. Thank you so much for asking. Thank you always again for having me on and uh, co-hosting with you. I love doing this. Like, I just love doing it. I could, I don't care what I'm doing. If when Frank says, can you podcast? I'm like, watch out. I got to do something. Excuse me. Yes. So yes, I love this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, so we have the privilege of being doing a live recording today in front of the staff and our podcast um members uh we're actually going to be having some more uh, uh player sessions coming up and things so we're going to be on zoom recording a lot but uh dominic how is it to see all these really feel faces because you have not been to the ballpark this year yeah. how is it to see everybody i'm so excited like some i recognize some i don't but i'm sorry to say that i get it didn't get a chance to introduce myself to everyone when i was there uh, if you guys know the 1914 club is under the park so if you didn't come down there you didn't see me but i was fortunate enough to be able to escape every once in a while but i do hope to return and um in the future i do hope to meet each and every one of you individually so we can get an opportunity to connect um in a more personal sense but as of now this is beautiful i love the faces and uh, i love to see what we can all do all right, so before we get to our guest, who is uh, known as the Wolf of Wrigley, and we're going to be talking about the nightlife at Wrigley, and he's actually on the ground outside <laughs> in the middle of the fun uh, down on Clark Street. Uh, before we get to that, we want to discuss a little hot topics that we always do. Mm-hmm. And Dominic, you're actually the hot topic today, so let me, let me uh, bring it up real quick. So uh, most people know by now that we have um, a podcast membership, right? And... Um, 
it's like a, if I had to describe it, what we're building is like a Cubs staff version of Netflix, right? Because the podcast only comes on two days a week. There's like 2,000 people that work there as field guards and uh, tour guides and ushers and GSAs. And we have a list of 80-something people that want to be interviewed, right? So we decided, why not do the uh, streaming version and you can stream a lot of things. So, with it, so the way it's set up now is that you go to our site, you pay $3 and you can push on something like players and you can see all the players that have agreed to yep. be on um, our shows. Uh, Aramis, Aramis Ramirez is there, Mickey Morandini is there, or you can click on celebrities and you can see all the celebrities and whatever. But what we're introducing now though, are uh, TV series that you can stream featuring our staff. Um, so yes. that's kind of cool. And you have a series that is starting this month and it is called A Day with Dominic. Yes. So yes. you want to tell everybody about your new uh, TV series that's streaming <laughs> on our membership site. Tell us about that. Oh, well, thank you, Frank. Um, I wouldn't call it a TV series. I'm pretty much going to be talking, but like Steve Harvey almost, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be engaging. Um, First, I want to say thanks, Frank, for just allowing me to have this platform. And yes, it's I plan on doing something very, very soon before the month's end. I, my the thing I want to do with it um, is really take my time and put together topics um, similar to what you do, but in I guess my own realm and bring people on to have conversations in other uncanny ways. So. Um, you know, I, I like to take my time building the big picture. Um, I have a thousand pieces of puzzles laying everywhere and I'm always fixing these things and it takes the time. So uh, I like to take my time putting pieces together that make sure that what we talk about, what we discuss, what we laugh about and have fun with um, is sensible for everyone. So, but yes, please, um, I encourage everybody, if you haven't shared this amazing podcast not just mine, but mistaken identity as a whole with your friends and family. There are a, a ton of great opportunities that um, we can all participate in from the uh, rookie level all the way up to the Hall of Fame that gives you just the ultimate exclusive. So um, if you have not already, please check it out and share with your friends. But yeah, I'm looking forward to my opportunity to shine and um, woo, can't wait. I don't even know. I was trying to think if I want to get my mama on first as my first guest, or I want my girlfriend. Do I want my friends that have like their, so it's, it's so much that we can do with this. And so I'm just trying to kind of sculpt it into my own ways. And so again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, we have, we have a several Cub staff series coming up. One is called the Dog Days of Summer. And you'll be able to get to see the different dogs that our Wrigley Field staff have. And they're gonna do tricks and do whatever. Nice. And watch that show. Uh, there's gonna be a show on there, I believe. Uh, I know Keaston has one called uh, Keeping Up with Keaston, where he's running different marathons throughout the world, actually. And you can oh, wow. follow him through those marathons. Uh, we have a show called uh, Homes and Gardens that shows the homes of some of the Wrigley Field staff in the suburbs and their gardens. So uh, I think there's more than enough uh, for three dollars to be able to watch these different series on top of what we already have. <laughs> a lot of our members are here, by the way. Uh, thank you all for paying for the membership. Um, and not only that, but they also get events. We have a, we have an event to uh, Milwaukee already up there planned. So you get a lot for three dollars or more on the membership site, including these new series. Oh, have you ever seen The Office? The Office is a funny show about how it is to work in the office. 
uh, a few supervisors are doing a show for the uh, thing. It's, it's basically called the stadium, but it's a hilarious take on what it is to run a stadium in a funny, crazy, baffling way, not based on Wrigley Field, not based on Wrigley Field, but uh, it is a funny show about how <laughs> some uh, crazy people are going to try to run a stadium similar to the show The Office. So we have a lot of series coming up this summer that you can stream on the membership site. And that is uh, at patreon.com slash mistaken identity podcast to so go and uh, check that out. So got to bring our guest on now. Uh, you know, we know that it's uh, busy and wild around Wrigley Field when we're there during the games, uh, but it's even busier and a little bit more wild at night. So uh, what goes on there when we're not there is what we're here to um, talk about with uh, the wolf of Wrigley, uh, <laughs> Adam Feather. I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, so we're going to bring him on, um, who is uh, live out there. Wrigley. Adam, how's it going, Adam? Everything's going great. I appreciate it. appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you very much. I hope you can hear me okay. It's a little noisy, but... Uh, it's just traffic driving down the street, so we should be okay. We'll be good. Yeah. So, do you do you want to say hi to all of the security and ushers? Yeah, absolutely, and everyone. I want to thank you all very much for everything you guys do. You guys are amazing. Um, I, I I sincerely mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, it's funny because I'm always out on Clark Street. Some of you may have seen me before, but anytime I see a staff member, I always thank them and. You know, I was actually, I saw a couple, uh, I didn't get their names, I apologize, but, you know, they were walking to work, but I saw a couple staff members and I told them about the podcast and I, maybe they're on right now. I said, Hey, please watch, you know? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, thank, thank you guys for everything you do. Um, you guys are the real heroes, but. <laughs> so my, my first question is going to be, where did the name, the Wolf of Wrigley come from? How do we come up? How do we get that name? Yeah, so I, I formerly worked in the financial industry for a major, uh, majority of my career. Uh, when I, I went to college with the owners of Sluggers, um, if you're not familiar, Sluggers is a bar right outside Wrigley Field. It's on Clark Street, just south of Addison. Um, and uh, when I graduated from Indiana, I, I was in the financial industry. Uh, I was a financial advisor with Ameriprise Financial for a couple of years. I was an investment consultant with TD Ameritrade. I worked uh, at an investment banking firm downtown called Madison Street Capital, et cetera, et cetera. So I love the financial industry. I, I love sales. I love Wrigleyville. I've lived in this neighborhood for a very long time. Uh, and I love the Wolf of Wall Street. It's just uh, not for the bad, not not for like, you know, the bad stuff he did. Like it, my, my business is not, it's a parody on the Wolf of Wall Street, but the company is not about doing drugs or you know, having promiscuous sex, which is all, you know, that, that was in the movie. It's, it's for comical pur purposes and it's not about breaking the law, but uh, certainly not. But, but what I did like about what he, in the movie, the guy, the uh, Jordan Belfort, you know, he was a go-getter. He was driven. He was motivated. He's a type A, like he's a type A mentality. He's cutthroat. He's a boss, you know, and that's, what, that's you know anyone in you guys are all in everything in life everything we do in life is sales so that's what i loved about his tenacity his passion right and so i was at the bar one night and i was like the wolf of wrigley or the wolf of wall street the wolf of wrigley i'm like that's pretty catchy i used to wear a suit and tie out in wrigleyville all the time so you know i'm like i bet if i put that on a shirt it would sell and 
I, I just, I, I just like, it just clicked and I, I ran with it. I, and this was in 2016, you know, in the, in that miraculous season when the Cubs were on track to win in the world series. And yeah, I was out on Clark street every single day, morning from the beginning of the day to, to night, pounding, pounding the pavement, you know, and, and just, no one knew what the Wolf of Wrigley, they, they would come up. No one had any, well, some people got it. They would, you know, associate it with the Wolf of Wall Street. And they'd be, a, and they thought it was cool. And, to, you know, to make a long story short, I had a lot of support. All the bars and restaurants were wearing my apparel. Uh, famous actors, uh, Thomas C. and Nicholas from Rookie of the Year. Henry Roan Gardner. Uh, he played Henry Roan Gardner in the movie. He's a very good friend of mine. He wore my apparel throwing out the opening pitch that season. It was on, you know, Sports Center, uh, which was really cool. ESPN, yeah. And uh, tons of famous rock stars and actors started wearing it. And the Cubs players, um, after they won the World Series, I, I was lucky enough, Addison Russell gave them all a shirt. They came in the sluggers uh, the night after they won the World Series. And I got to hang out with the whole team, and they had my shirt and some of them mm. wore it to the World Series parade on Friday, the following morning. Uh, and I, it was just, it was awesome. So I, I started the company in hopes that the Cubs would win the World Series. Luckily, they did. What an epic, uh, what an epic season, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I now have a, a winning brand. Like, that was the whole idea. You know, I have these guys who broke a 108-year curse now wearing my apparel. And it's a, it's a cool brand. People like it. All uh, being a wolf, all it means is you know that you're the best at what you do. Anyone can be a wolf, right? I put a positive spin on it. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, I started the company as an apparel line in 2016, and uh, we started an event plan. When when I was out on the street selling the apparel, people would come up to me every day and say, you know, well, where is this bar at, or where is this bar, or you know, where do I? Who's got the best beer? Or where do I go to get the best burger or whatever? And people, you know, Wrigleyville is very cluttered. It's very crowded pre and post game. You got Clark Street and people are running around with about like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off. They don't know where to go, what to do, what options they have. So I said someone, other than the bars and restaurants, all of them plan their own private events. But, it, you know, it's a little biased, right? If I own, you know, they own the bar, of course. And they're all saying, hey, come have your event in our venue. Well, of course they want you to have their event there. It's their bar, right? So I, I don't work for the bars. I work with the bars. So I'm unbiased and people can come to me for honest feedback and I can, based on what they're looking for, um, it could be any type of event from birthday parties, bachelor, bachelorette parties, holiday parties, corporate events, fundraisers, networking events, charity events, retirement parties, anniversary parties, graduation parties, divorce parties. They're big now on Clark Street. You see them all the time. Uh, or it could just be a group of people that want to go out in Wrigleyville. I've been having a lot of like, just like, you know, like 10, 15, 20 people. They'll reach out to me and say, hey, you know what? We want to go out and have a good time in Wrigleyville. Can you set it up for us? And it doesn't have to be a private event. You don't have to rent out your own room or rent out the whole bar. We can put you up in, you know, in the main room with everyone else. But uh, yeah, if you, if you know anyone that's looking to go out, that wants to go out in Wrigleyville and have a good time. They might not necessarily know where to go, what to do, what options they have, or maybe they just don't necessarily want to take the time, effort, or headache that goes into planning an event. Because I have all these connections and I work with all the bars and restaurants, I'll simplify your life. I'll just make it a lot easier. That's mm -hmm. our that's our slogan, no hassle, just fun. 
So, like, let us handle it. Yeah, I, my whole goal when planning an event is for you guys to have a good time. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Adam, I wanted to ask you that, too. Like, how does a how do you go about planning events? And you're kind of breaking it down a little bit. But, um, you know, so if you could just you wanna, yeah, you share an example. I'll walk you through the process, right? People, people will, uh, like, I'll give you an example. Like the event I threw, I've been throwing a lot of events over the past few weeks now that we're finally getting through the pandemic. People mm-hmm. will reach out to me and they'll say, hey, Adam, we want to have an event in Rainbow. Can you help us? The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to call, <clears throat> call up that guest and ask him a ton of questions. I want to learn everything uh, about what, the, what, what type of event you're having uh, so I can best be a resource for you, obviously. So based on, you know, the size of the event and what type of event it is and what you're looking for, I'll then make recommendations and lay out options for you. Mm-hmm. So it can be as simple as just a group of people that want to go out and have drinks. It can be that easy. And that's, you know, I can hand, I could do that. It can be a private event. Maybe like you want to rent out a room in a bar or restaurant and you want to set up a, a drink package. All you can drink for two or three hours. We can do that. You can have a food and drink package and all of this could be customized. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's really, it's ultimately depending, it's dependent upon how much money you, you have to spend. It's dependent upon your budget. If you have $10,000 that you want to drop on an event, by all means, yeah, we can do that. I can roll, you know, we can roll out the red carpet and have live bands and photographers and balloons and, and any sort of entertainment you want. I've been doing events with the Anthony Rizzo Family Foundation. I threw a 300-person event right mm. before the pandemic hit in February of 26, uh, 2019. Or, I'm sorry. In February of 2020, I apologize. And on Mar- in March is when everything shut down last year. So um, it was a brand new event. I've, I've been working on this for years. This is what it takes sometimes to plan an event. What, I had, what happened was after the Cubs won the World Series, there was a video that came out of Anthony Rizzo playing the piano. And I'm very clever. I'm always constantly coming up with ideas. And I said, I said holy shit, part of my friend, am I allowed to swear on this or no? No. I said, holy cow. I, said, holy cow. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that, that Anthony, I didn't know he plays the piano. So I said, I automatically thought of sluggers. They have dueling pianos. And I said, how cool would it be, now that the Cubs won the World Series, how cool would it be to get Anthony in the bar? He used to come in here all the time before they won the World Series. He would hit in the batting cages and so in 2015 and so forth. So I said, I thought it'd be awesome to, for Anthony to come to the sluggers and have an event play the piano and it could be we can do a fundraiser or a charity event for his foundation so i reached out to his agent mark pollock he's a great guy hey i became friends with him i said hey mark you know uh congratulations on winning the world series we'd love to have anthony uh doing it come and have and do an event at sluggers uh so you know a few months went by and i followed up with mark i just stayed on top of it and persistent i never gave up and he said no no we you know unfortunately we can't do an event you know and next year, uh, 2017, every, you know, I, would, I didn't bug him, but every few months I'd follow up. And, uh, and eventually, to make a long story short, in 2019, he said, Adam, he goes, you've been, I love you. He goes, I, he goes I can't, he's, I'm very impressed with your persistence and your follow-up. And he said, I'm going to get you in touch with Abby Suarez, the uh, executive director of, 
the Anthony Rizzo Family Foundation. And Abby and I have a lot of mutual friends in common. I didn't know that at the time. Uh, but she's a great woman. And uh, so she, I had gotten in touch with her. And this was in 2019. And we pl uh, planned the event. I'm sorry. This was in 2018. And we planned the event for 2019. And it was a new event where she took 150 people. It was about uh, maybe 30 kids with camp pediatric cancer uh, at, at Lurie's Children's Hospital. And she brought them and their families, the parents and brothers and sisters, out to Wrigley Field to hang out with Anthony before a batting practice. So Anthony got to hang out with the kids, signed autographs for them, took photos with them, et cetera. And then this was before the game started. And then when the game started, all the kids and their families came back to Sluggers. We rented, they closed out the entire top floor. And uh, we had uh, a magician and face painters and we had food and, and drinks and the kids had a great time. And, and, you know, and that's, it was just, it was a way uh, I didn't get anything out of it other than me giving back and putting smiles on these kids' faces. And a friend of mine, he uh, dresses up as Captain America and goes to all the, his name's Marco Foster. He goes to all the hospitals for the kids. And he came to the bar and restaurant for the kids. Mm -hmm. So the kids had a great time. We hope to do that event again once we get through the mm -hmm. pandemic. We couldn't do it this year, obviously. But we did another event, a 300-person event at Covey Bear to benefit the Anthony Rizzo Family Foundation. So mm -hmm. uh, we're making a name. We have an event coming up. Possibly, I can't release it yet. It yeah. is with another Cubs player. It is with a World Series champion Cubs player. And I'm in the I am in discussions with their uh, his agent. And their mark and their agency and their marketing team. So I will keep you updated on that. But we are looking forward to having another event to benefit a great cause here in Wrigleyville. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I got one more question for you, Adam. Um, you were just about to. I know you got to hold a level of discretion. That's understandable. But if you can share some events that you got planned out for the futures, that you know we can probably all maybe try and um, support. Absolutely. So there, there's an, there is one thing I can share with you. It's in the works. It's in the very preliminary stages. But one thing we want to do is, is kind of start throwing more events in Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville is such a, an amazing neighborhood for so many reasons. I can go on and on, but I don't need to. You guys already know that. Um, but it, I want to, my goal is to put Wrigleyville on the map, right? I want to, like, with all this new development that I'm looking at right now, we got, you know, the, the hotel and, and all, uh, the rock climbing wall and the new uh, I'm standing right next to the new luxury apartment building, Addison and Clark. So, you know, there's a lot of hype, right? And I, I want to like kind of capitalize on that. So to answer your question, um, we were discussing, again, this is very preliminary, but we were discussing doing uh, uh, a networking event where like people can just come out and regularly get to meet each other. And you meet people from different industries and different professions and, uh, and, and that's just it's just an opportunity for you to to grow, you know, your network as well. Mm -hmm. So that's something we're working on as well. And then we got this Cubs event uh, with a Cubs player, uh, you know, right now that's still somewhat preliminary, but we're making some traction. I'll have more for you on that soon. But and then it's just like other and then private events. I don't normally throw my own events. I throw I help people plan events. So uh, I got a lot of other events in the works, birthday parties and all that good, good stuff, you know. Good, good. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm standing next to this really, really dope. It's like a, a mat. You guys know, like the mat. It's like a, not a shiny color, but it's like a matte purple. Uh, Corvette just drove by. It was kind of cool. So, mm. 
it's uh it's always lively down there. But my I got I got the million dollar question for you. What oh you what wanted bars, to find out about what bars have discounts, right? Yes. Yeah, so staff, where can our where can our staff go? Now our staff, none of them drink. They're all sober. But I I, I just want to know for our, for friends, you know, sure. where can where can our staff yeah. get a discount and right. Okay. Well, Church goers. okay. So certain bars, they have to be staff members, obviously. Right. So that's I I asked on behalf of the Wrigley Field staff. So some bars are I got some good news and some bad news. Some bars are willing to give discounts, some aren't. I'm gonna break it down for you real quick. Here okay. we go. Cub unfortunately, Cubby Bear and Sluggers, which I'm both looking at right now, are not willing to offer discounts at this time. Okay. That doesn't mean forever, but just right now. Um, let's move, I'm just gonna move down the street and uh I'll go bar to bar. So HVAC, which is right next to Sluggers, is willing to give a discount. It's called an industry discount. Industry is referring to the bar and restaurant industry. It's typically anywhere from 20 to 30%. So for any staff members, Wrigley Field staff members, if you're interested in getting a slight discount, you can go to HVAC and they'll take care of you. Next to that, you have Moe's Cantino. Moe's is willing to give a discount as well. So you can go in there. All you'd have to do is let them know you're a staff member and they should take care of you. Again, this is just information I've gotten from the bars and restaurants, so you can't legally hold me to this. But this is, you know, they can change this at any time, but this is what they're telling. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. But yes, HVAC, Moe's, Merkel's, which is a small bar in between Moe's and Old Crow. And I'm good friends, again, I'm good friends with all these bars and restaurant owners. So Mo, uh, Merkel's, said that on a case-by-case basis, they will give discounts. What they mean by that is, if you're a staff member and you only show up in the bar once, eh, most likely they're not going to do it for you. You got to remember, these are business owners, right? It's all about building relationships. So the best advice I can give to the staff members, what they said was, if if you start frequenting, frequenting the bar often and if you're a regular, and if you spend a lot of money, it's kind of like if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours sort of thing. Mm. If you take care of them and if you constantly are showing up in the bar and spending money, then yes, they will give you a discount. So Merkel's, across the street from Merkel's, you have Irish Oak. And then right next to Irish Oak, you have Stretch. All Those are smaller bars. And all three of them said the same thing. They're willing to do that uh, on those conditions. You have Roadhouse 66. They are willing to give you a discount. And you also have Country Club down the street, which uh, is, is uh, the same as the smaller bars. They're willing to do it on a case-by-case basis. Mm. If, you, if you, you take care of them, they'll take care of you sort of thing. A happy camper, unfortunately, I don't believe they are. I know that's uh, a lot to throw at you guys all at once, but yeah. The good news is... I'm Certain just impressed with the research. That's some good research. Oh, man, I did some in-depth research. I <laughs> I, 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 I'm a man of my word. Good, good reconnaissance. I like that. I want to get you a solid answer. So <laughs> I literally spent, I walked into every bar and talked with them. Um, so I want, I want to ask you real quick about, uh, and then I'm going, to, I'm going to see what's going on out there on the street. Uh, Can you guys see where I'm at now? Can you see me okay? Yes. Where, where are you at now? Uh, so we are right outside Wrigley Field right now. I'll go ahead and flip this bad boy around. I'll see what we got. All right. So, yeah, I'm walking up to uh, Clark and Addison right here. This is my stomping ground right outside Sluggers. Right, we got the marquee right over here. This is, uh, this is Wrigley Villain and Knight when you guys aren't working. So uh, 
I'll go ahead and uh, I'll give you guys a quick tour. It's not, you'll, you'd be surprised. You're not, I don't know if you'll be able to hear me. Uh, can you guys see me okay again or no? Yeah, I'm just more concerned that you're in the street while cars are coming towards you. Just please be careful while you're here. But yeah, so we're going to take a walk in the sluggers and bar schools in here. But yeah, don't listen to them. There's, yeah, there's a whole event in the back. I haven't been to so sluggers right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and see if we can. Uh, I feel like I'm on like a virtual tour right now. So yeah, right now we are in, uh, this is a Barstool event at Sluggers. Uh, you might recognize some of these guys from Barstool Sports, if you can hear me. It's very loud in here. I'll give you a quick uh, pan so you can see what it's like. I got to meet some of the guys, uh, I got to meet some of the guys before the event started. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk back out front so you guys can hear me. I'm uh I'm looking for I'm looking for comp staff. I don't see any staff in there. So. <laughs> He's trying to see who's on. <laughs> I just wanted to give you guys a glimpse. Like this is what it's like on a on a non-Cubs game night. It's still a lot of fun. There's still a lot of hype. There's a lot of uh a lot of energy in the neighborhood. And I would love to help anyone of you guys that's interested in going out in Wrigleyville when you're not working. You know. All right. Let me ask you this. And um, <clears throat> got to be totally straight. What's your favorite bar? Your favorite one? Favorite bar is probably Sluggers. I mean, I'm usually just because like they're like family to me. I'm usually always yeah. here, uh, but I love every single one of these bars. They're all amazing. This is what it's like to go out in Wrigleyville. You get to meet some of the most amazing people, and we mm -hmm. we truly become a family. You know, this is a very tight knit community, and you guys are a part of that family. You work in the neighborhood. You live in breathe Wrigleyville, right? So. Uh, if you guys ever need anything or, if you, you know, if you ever want to go out and experience Wrigleyville, please let me know. I would, I would be more than happy to take care of you. So my, my question is, uh, you know, the Cubs just released a uh, Wrigleyville uh, jersey. What do, what do you think about it? <laughs> well, if you want my honest opinion, I think yes. they're starting to get a copy in the Wrigley. You know, they got Wrigleyville. I got Wrigley. They're catching on. I've noticed that. People are starting. I can't go out on Clark Street. I can't walk down the street without someone coming up to me and saying, dude, I love your shirt, man. It's awesome. Where can I get it? It happens to me at least like five, 10 times, like no joke. So as far as the jerseys are concerned, I think they're cool in their own way, but in all honesty, uh, and I'm going to introduce, introduce you to someone else real quick. Uh, but in all honesty, I, I think that the, the jerseys are very modern. Um, I would have liked to see them do a more retro old school jersey. Mm -hmm. and this, tell me your name again. Jeff, this is Jeff from Barstool Sports. I'm on a Wrigley Field uh, staff member podcast right now. So these are all staff members from Wrigley Field watching. If you guys watch Bar uh, Barstool, Jeff, uh, Jeff, right? yep, yep. Jeff is hilarious, man. Absolutely hilarious. These guys are incredibly talented. I had, I had no idea the stadium was literally right there. So let me, I want to talk to you because you guys have your crew that's uh, – videos in Wrigleyville mm -hmm. and you have a much larger following. I'm almost at 10,000 follow yeah. the Wolf of Wrigleyville social media. The problem is I live in Breathe Wrigleyville. I, yeah. I, 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 I am Wrigleyville. Yeah, yeah. So I think it would be cool to partner with you guys or do or have me like, you know, do segments here absolutely, on absolutely. behalf of you and my business yeah. partner. So. Awesome. I think he's applying to a job right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I want to introduce you to one more guy. This is okay. Tony All right. Paloma. He owns okay. the most successful networking uh, company in 
Chicago, and he is now going nationally. So we are on a Wrigley Field sports uh, staff uh, podcast. Tony Tony lives in the neighborhood, too. He is a block from Wrigley Field by Murphy's. Uh, so, and this is a guy who's going to most likely, I hope, help uh, start throwing, help planning events in Wrigleyville as oh, well. Yeah. No, we don't definitely will. And uh, I was just talking to people at uh, High Noon in there just a little while ago. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Out here, right? yeah. Smart man. Let me, uh, so, yes, my phone, I am at 7% right now, guys. Mm. But uh, I'm going to make sure you my- give that guy a hard copy of your resume, my friend. That's uh, all I'm about to say. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, hey, let me, uh, let you, before I uh, let you go, let me just uh, let me just thank you first of all for uh, you know coming on. And uh, I did not know that the Wrigleyville was this lively on a what is it Ooh. Tuesday? Wild, Tuesday. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. That's insane. Um, and I will definitely uh, reach out to you because I need to get my staff uh, some of those shirts. So I'm going to definitely reach out to you uh, to work on that. But uh, before your phone dies, anything final you want to say, Dominic? Adam, it was a pleasure to meet you, my friend. We're going to have to stay connected some way, somehow. Maybe I'll just pop out tonight. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I don't God close the wind. Any, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you guys need anything, please reach out to me. I got you. No, you're I want awesome. to thank you guys for having me on. Uh, this, this was incredible, man. And I hope I did a good job showing you of what Wrigley's like. The night's just getting started, so I don't know if any of you live in the neighborhood, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to be out much longer. My, Like I said, my phone's about to die, but Again, thank you so much. Uh, if there's anything I could do to help any of you, please don't be a stranger. And when we get more apparel in stock, I would love to, uh, you know, hook you guys up some, with some cool gear. All right. Uh, thank you very, very much for that, Adam. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, let you go. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Don't get by a car because I want to be uh, getting yeah, a meal later on. So, <laughs> um, uh, so Dominic, what did you think about that uh, interview that we had there with the Wolf of Wrigley? Oh man, I ain't gonna lie. I was holding it back a lot, a lot of the time. But I want to howl. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I sound like a little puppy. But I usually I do a lot of. Them. I gotta be careful who's in my house. But you know, I want to let out that 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 wolf cry. You know, so it was super cool to meet him and just tap into his mind. I mean, this dude's on the ground right now, putting in work. You know what I mean? So I can definitely see his spirit is strong. So it was a pleasure, a true pleasure to meet you and hear from you. I'm going to be honest. I just wanted to see what staff members were on the street uh, tonight so that I can say that I saw them and they don't know that I saw them at the bar and on the street. That's what I was looking for, because that would have been hilarious to see their response to me. when I, saw them. I know where you are. Yes, yes. But before I let you go, Dominic, are you uh, doing any traveling this summer? Woo! you know how we do it. Um, I love hitting the world. Um, where else is there to be? So let's see. My most upcoming trip is to the NYC, baby. We're going to New York, um, hang out for a couple of days. After that, we're going to hit down to Miami, do a little networking, get to meet the fans. And then we're going to move to, I think we've got some other things on the pipeline, Arizona, South Carolina. So I'm globetrotting all day this day. So um, please, I encourage everybody to travel. I want to fill my passport up before I die. I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, it's too much of the world to not see. Uh, I got to definitely visit down my home country of Haiti. And I just recently found out, check this out. I'm not even Italian. 30 years of my life, my mom was telling me, you're half Italian because, you know, my father did Ancestry.com. Turns out I'm Mexican. So I've already visited Mexico. Got to figure out where else I need to go after that since my childhood was taken from me on a DNA test. So what about you, Frank? Where are you off to? 
So I uh, am going to uh, Atlanta pretty soon. And I brought that up because uh, most people get their travel on a website somewhere. Mm -hmm. And there's a very um, popular new website that is actually uh, offering all of our staff and our listeners a discount on all their plane tickets. Uh, if they go to um, our, um, if you go to the show notes in our description, or if you're a member, go to that website, uh, put in your flight to whatever it is. If you got United, Southwest, whatever, uh, use the code there and they will give you a discount just for being a staff member or being a podcast listener mm. and you can pay a cheaper price for your flights. Uh, but you have to do it. You have to book your flight by June the 30th. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, go down to the uh, description and you will see the code. Uh, if you are a podcast member, go to the website and you will see the code. But my motto is why pay full price for anything if somebody's willing to give you a discount? <laughs> true that i man my, my woman is the queen of discounts i can't even go get a 99 cents like candy bar without asking her asking for a discount on it. i'm just baby it's only a dollar see if you can get it for 50 cent so that's how i be now is everything is can i get save some money on this <laughs> yeah so let's go and uh watch the cubs game unfortunately one of our starters went on the injured reserve list today uh, about 10 minutes before the podcast started uh we put one of our starters on the injured list, so we've lost another person. Um, but, you know, uh, the Cubs are still winning. So uh, let's go and watch them play. It's true so, toughness right there. It's true toughness. Yes, yes. And, again, I encourage everybody to go out and get a, a podcast membership so you can stream your Cubs staff on all these funny shows and things that are coming up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Mistaken Identity Podcast. And join us on the next episode of the podcast. Good night. Thank you, everyone. Have a good one. Hello again, my friends. Welcome to another Friday edition of Headlines and Hot Takes, brought to you by Lids.com. From the outside looking in, things have stayed pretty steady on the north side of Chicago. The Cubs are within a half game of first. Chris Bryant still leads the NL All-Star ballot at third base. And Kyle Hendricks racked up his eighth straight win as the Cubs head west to take on the Dodgers. But you don't have to dig too far beneath the surface to see some cracks in the armor as we wind down the month of June. The 7-1 victory to salvage a series sweep from the hands of the Cleveland Indians was a complete 180 from the offensive production we've seen for most of the month. Bryant's home run in that game broke a career-long extra base hit drought dating back to June 4th, and the rest of the offense was hitting under 150 in a nine-game stretch where they only scored a total of 16 runs. We've already discussed starting pitching being a priority target in the trade market this summer, but even if the Cubs weren't dealing with as many injuries as they currently are, simply putting the bat on the ball consistently has been an issue long before this season even started. Forget this recent funk where the team was striking out at over a 30% clip. Forget the atrocious month of April to start this season in an immediate doomsday scenario. The higher-ups have been alluding to the idea of a broken offense as far back as 2018. I hesitate to play Let's Make a Deal two weeks in a row, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a possible trade candidate that could help steady out this boomer bust offense. Now bear with me because this may just be wishful thinking, but Pittsburgh second baseman Adam Frazier is one of the top names on the trade market, and his offensive approach would clearly help this team. 
Frazier is having a breakout season at age 29, leading the majors in both doubles and total hits so far. His name has been knocked around as a potential target for the Southsiders, and he'd have a much more natural fit there as they've already lost Nick Madrigal, who is their starting second baseman, for the rest of the season. The Cubs would have to jump through quite a few hoops as interdivision trades don't happen all that often, and Nico Horner's return is right around the corner. That rhymes. But I can't help but wonder what a 390 on on-base percentage type guy could do for a lineup that is ultra-dependent on home runs. Dexter Fowler's impact is something the team has been trying to replicate for the past five years now with no luck, and the Cubs would be wise to at least kick the tires on a deal if they're truly all-in on this team. Regardless of who they trade for this deadline, the team has to systematically restructure this offense over time if they want to avoid this all-or-nothing narrative in the future. Simply making contact is going to have to be the prime directive from here on out from scouting and development up. And when you look around at the impending free agents on the team, I would not be surprised in the least if the ability to put the bat on the ball and reach base ends up dictating who stays and who the team ends up letting go. Speaking of bat-to-ball skills, have you guys seen this Wander Franco kid? I'm pretty tuned into the prospect landscape in the MLB, and I've been hearing rave reviews about this kid for years, and he did not disappoint in his debut in the show. The 20-year-old popped a game-tying three-home run against the Red Sox in the late innings and continues to impress with his patience at the plate as he's already worked three walks in just 10 plate appearances so far. Even though he plays in one of the smallest markets in the bigs, it'll be more than worth your time to soak in every at-bat of his that you can, much like Mike Trout out west. I personally think that his ceiling is about as high as they come and wish him nothing but the best as he hopefully starts his march towards super stardom. The Bulls won't be seeing any marches towards stardom begin this coming season, at least not from anyone they get in the first round of this year's draft, and that's because they no longer have a pick in the first round of this year's draft. You might have remembered a few months ago when I painted the worst case scenario for the Bulls, and you guessed it, we're watching every bit of that prediction unfold in real time. The ping pong balls did not bounce in the team's favor during this week's NBA draft lottery as the Bulls had to settle for the rights to the eighth pick, which they immediately shipped off to Orlando as a condition of the Nikola Vucevic trade that happened earlier in the season. So not only did their win-now move not actually result in any winning now, they also lost out on a potential key piece to build around going forward. I have trust in the new front office group to turn some heads with their movement in this coming offseason, but this is a tough pill to swallow. The silver lining may once again come in the form of Zach Levine, who was recently accepted to the USA national team roster and will help them go for gold in the Summer Olympics. We've seen a handful of players receive their first invites to Team USA and take an immense jump in the following season when they return to their respective teams, so we'll just have to cross our fingers and hope for the best. But when it comes to the Bulls, luck hasn't exactly been their strong suit since, well, let's just say a long time. Quickly to the rest of the NBA before we go, the matchups for the conference finals are all set after a nail-biter set the 76ers packing early for the fourth straight year. Jeez. The Atlanta Hawks under interim head coach Nate McMillan will square off against the Milwaukee Bucks for the crown in the East, whereas the Phoenix Suns own a commanding 2-0 lead over the LA Clippers out West. Even more good news for the Suns, Chris Paul has been cleared to return to their lineup for Game 3 after a possible COVID scare. I'm no fan of the Bucks, and as much as I'd like to see an upstart team like the Hawks crash the party, I am pulling hard for Chris Paul to finally get his championship ring. I can think of very few more deserving people currently in the NBA, and the Suns' meteoric rise has as much to do with Paul's impact, even at his older age, as it does with anyone else on the roster. 
That'll just about do it here on Headlines and Hot Takes, brought to you by Lids.com, the number one destination for hats, gear, and everything that moves you. Another hat to give away this week, so make your way down to the show notes and check out the newest offering, a 4th of July-themed Cubs hat, just in time for Independence Day. All right, before we go, I want to switch gears to something a little bit more serious. Many of you may have seen the news out of Miami recently regarding a condo building collapsing overnight in the town of Surfside. Some of you may also know that I recently moved out to Miami, and thankfully I'm all right, and so are all of my friends and loved ones, but that's simply not the case for many of the surviving residents of that building, as dozens of people are left with absolutely nothing and nowhere to go in this time of need. And there are still nearly 100 people unaccounted for as recovery crews continue to scour the area for survivors. I've only been a part of this community for a short amount of time, but this tragedy has taken a great toll on many people and there is still much more work to be done. My girlfriend and I were making trips across town earlier today to donate essential items, but even if you're not local to the area, there are still ways to help. If you're willing and able to aid in the disaster relief in any way, I'd encourage you to go online to the American Red Cross, who is providing aid and relief on the ground as we speak. If you'd like to donate directly to a hardship fund started in partnership with the Miami Heat and other community organizations to help some of those that have been displaced, go to supportsurfside.org. That is S-U-P-P-O-R-T-S-U-R-F-S-I-D-E dot org to learn more about how you can help. Please keep those affected in your thoughts and prayers. Hey everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page, where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast, or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.